You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Seth. No Cliff. Cliff's, Cliff's coming back from Disney World right now. I bet he's, his like fingernails are dug in somewhere and they're having to like pull Drag him. him out, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I didn't think he was coming back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they checked out today, so. Mm. Alright, so. I bet that's probably a lot longer drive home than it was there. Oh, it always is. But yeah, he's been posting lots of pictures on the Kapow page, so check out the uh, facebook.com slash Kapow. What's our address? If you don't Kapow. Care. Huh? What? Is it huh? Facebook? On Facebook. On Facebook. Uh, Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast. There you Facebook. go, yeah. people. We He's been our... Look for us there. That's where most of the stuff is. We saw him today wearing his uh, Pandora ponytail. <laughs> so we've gotten all kind of good inside scoops from Florida. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone at Disney is now officially down with KPP. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for him to get back. Tell us all about his favorite bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that's all about, but can't wait to hear how great it was. I um, wonder. I wonder every year if he he like goes to the bathroom and like, oh, welcome home. <laughs> um. So this is the first thing since uh the big con. So indeed, if you are a brand new fan who just discovered us at the River City Comic Con, welcome. This is as professional as we get. <laughs> Yeah. We thank you for checking us out and listening to us and coming to our panel, hopefully, our uh, comic book trivia panel that we shared with Mr. Jesse Starch from the Source Material Podcast. Mr. Uh, Poobah was the master of trivia there. Yeah. Michael was on the mics recording everything, so we got a nice live episode out of it, which I enjoyed, because I, I didn't get to sit and listen to it. I was busy running around, so I, I enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun talking to everybody, and we like to do, you know, we got to do something like that every couple months we met new people like the almighty doug or doug the almighty and yeah well, doug had a shirt on I, i'm confused who who was shirtless the shirtless bear fighter <laughs> oh, yeah it was so funny after we um i can't remember her name but she brought Jackie. That, she brought that up and it was like all i saw on the internet the next few days <laughs> everything at the time i turned around was shirtless bear fighter. i was like it's one of those things i never noticed until i heard about it uh, yeah i had to stalk uh Dug down on Facebook and go, now what is going on with this shirtless bear fighter? Because <laughs> I want to fight him. <laughs> so, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, so I, that was a great success, I think. I, I, I think the panel went really well, had a good crowd there. And the best thing is audience participation. People like jumped in and even if they weren't comic book experts, they took a chance. They won a prize. Right. They, they, they had the guts to get up on stage and face right. us. We, we tried to reward that. You know, we don't care. Just get up and have fun. <laughs> um, so on this podcast, we talk about all kinds of pop culture stuff and we kind of jump around. So what are we talking about first? There's so much stuff out there. We'll never get it all in. So it's not even try. What do you want to talk about, Michael? Bear fights, bear fights, bear fights. Let's do comics first. Comics, okay. 
How can you read this? There's no pictures. Well, some people use their imagination. Well, I must hurry back to my comic book store where I dispense the insults rather than absorb them. It happens all the time. Read a comic book, okay? <laughs> Does anybody have... Well, I have news. Okay. okay, lay it on us. So pro comics. This is going to be my shameless plug, ladies and gentlemen. If you're new to the podcast, we like shameless plugging our own thing. <laughs> Not even, never mind. Anyway, so pro comics, family friendly, all age. We were there at the Comic Con, um, and we were showcasing the start of the the so pro universe as we now know it. Uh, we have miraculously fooled a lot of talented artists and creators to work with us. Um, and we have seven titles that are in the works now, and they are a wide range of wonderful, awesome titles. Way them out. What are they? There is Burton Woodrow's Last Adventure. Shirtless Bird Fighter. <laughs> shirtless Dog Fighter. <laughs> shirtless Parakeet Fighter. Parakeet. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Burton Woodrow's Last Adventure is about, uh, two preppers, I believe is the current term. Folks who, uh, stock up and are ready for the end of the world or if anything hits the fan. And when it finally does... Like tomorrow, the 23rd, when the world's gonna end. Yes. When the planet Nibiru or Nibiru comes around. I think it's Nambia. Yeah, something like that. I know, Ronald's been keeping me up to date, so... So yeah, the the apocalypse happens. Crazy stuff. We got zombies and ghosts and robots go haywire. Just anything that could go wrong does, and these guys are in their element. But it's a fun all ages goosebump sort of horror. It's not anything uh, too gory or over the top. So it's a fun fun book for the kids. What else? We have the amazing The Impossible Family coming back. Some longtime fans might remember it. Um, I doubt it, but it's three generations of superheroes fighting the fight and saving the world from evildoers. And there is the Impossible Family Advent, yeah, Impossible Family Adventures about the kids of the Impossible Family by Derek Croston. That is hopefully I pronounced the last name right, or he'll smite me. Um, working on the uh, kid adventures of the Impossible Family, and then there is. Brand new Wish Upon a Feather by uh, the artist myself and the artist Sarah Duffy, a young Marietta College art student. This is her first ever comic work. It's kind of a fantasy, a fable about a young girl who makes a wish. And, of course, wishes never come out like you plan them, but kind of an all-ages, another all-ages fable adventure. And then we have Second Nature, uh, which is... A young teen witch that is on her own that has to protect the the world from demons that are possessing fun stuff like dogs and sushi. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a better explanation of it, but uh, by my by myself and my second cousin Marissa Mayberry. And what else is there? Is that it? Uh, oh, Bluff Creek, our Bigfoot adventure we've talked about. Long term, long time Bluff Creek. Which issue two will debut on September 30th at the Hawking Hills Bigfoot Conference. Uh, just a few miles up the road in the beautiful Hawking Hills. And of course, let's not forget, last but least, or wait a minute, that's <laughs> not right either. 
One of these days, no, that's I'm how gonna... we introduce you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heroic 9.0, the adventures of a boy and a girl that are brother and sister. What else would they be? I don't know. But they get a cell phone that they have to share because their dad's a cheapskate. And it turns them into a superhero. I think that's everything. That's everything. Oh. And more. Yeah. There's, there's, there's tons of stuff going on. I don't know. So Webtoons, W-E-B-T-O-O-N-S dot com. Type in SoPro Comics. We've put at least a cover or the first page from everything on there. And we're going to just start giving these away for free online. Eventually they will be printed copies. But for right now, we just want to get the word out and get the audience out. So you can see at least a snippet of all of these on Webtoons. Cool. Let's check it out. And what about regular comics? Other lesser Comics like from big re- Are you saying real comics? Re- other. Quote, unquote, other. real you comics? Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Professional my. comics? Well, Marvel hasn't quite... Ne- uh, next week is the big Marvel Legacy one-shot that kind of kicks off everything they're going to be doing. So Marvel hasn't had a whole lot lately, uh, but DC has been hitting us metal really hard. So they've had two issues of the metal miniseries has come out. Uh, a couple of the tie-in issues and the first one-shot, uh, Batman the Red Death, where it's uh, sort of Batman wrestles the speed force away from Barry and becomes a twisted speed demon sort and of monster. And would you say all heck breaks loose? It kind of does. It at least explains a little more about what's happening because it opens up on Earth-52, so we're looking at other Earths in the multiverse, the parallel worlds we've got, and it's that Bruce Wayne... Uh, with you know the, the the incursion from this upside down evil dark multiverse, um, and it's showing these other Earths, the other Batmans, and what links they're willing to go to. So yeah, it's not these evil twisted versions we're seeing aren't you know from is it Earth Zero or Earth Prime or whatever our DC universe is. We're just getting tastes from many of the other ones that are being corrupted and evilfied. Which I read. That's what I flipped through my phone for was metal two i think is is my favorite comic that i've read in a while just for this panel alone you have robin and he says he's saying this to wonder woman listen lady i am 13 years old and driving a bat hog through the amazon on a tuesday morning i am already winning like that like that panel right there was so (laughs) great and for like, it was all about the Justice League trying to stop Batman, and I'll stop there with the details because it was such a good issue. But there was also the the release of The Last Metal, which I won't say, but it was great. Like, I, like, I think I, like, laughed so hard when I saw what it was and immediately had to text my one friend. Just the one. <laughs> what did he say? Stop bothering me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, good from the good to the bad. What what did you think of? Uh, I finally picked up my comics and I had to read that last up um, issue of Walking Dead. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Has it jumped the shark? Uh, he introduced the princess, a new yeah, character. Yeah. So anytime there's a new character on Walking Dead, there's always a buzz. There's a lot of speculation because eventually that character will be on the TV show. So everyone wants their first appearance for when. They can have it. The, when the masses <laughs> catch I've got up an to issue it. for you. Oh. <laughs> uh, that yeah, bad? It was not good. It was probably the worst Walking Dead issue I ever read. 
and that's just do you, the thing. Do you feel like it was commercial? Like they created the character just it for almost it be... like I thought this is a joke. Like it was so over the top that direction. Wow, she's kind of a motor mouth and just kept running. Like the governor, I mean, sorry, Negan is very verbose and mm. just talks and says inappropriate things. This was like Negan times two, just being a motor mouth. And at one point, she literally just stops and says, "Wow, we've got two Asian Americans, two Latinos." One African American. This is a great diversity. Like yeah. she says it out loud. Of wow, there's a great mix of people in your cast right now. It's like what are you doing? <laughs> it was so strange to think that he wrote that. You know, I was like, what? Why this character at all? And I, I don't know. It was just terrible. I didn't like it at all. I, and I, which I have, you know, been reading it since probably issue thirty. I'd say yeah. when you first showed it to me, and you know, and I've always loved it. And I have to say, like the last couple of years, I've not been real thrilled, and it hasn't blown me away or anything. I really liked the stuff with Andrea recently, but other than that, it's just I just read it because I've been reading it. Yeah. You know? But I, this actually made me go, wait a minute, do I have to really still get this? Because <laughs> that is terrible. If I have to read wow. much more of this character, I'm not going to get it. It wasn't good. Like from what you guys are suggesting, it sounds like it's almost like a Deadpool character that it was. I think Deadpool does not I, exist. I, I, in I feel a, like did you make a post about it or something? Because you said I something her, about cousin Oliver. Yeah, I said it was cousin and that Oliver. That was so yeah. on point. It was exactly that. It was this new character to try to re-energize the comic or something. But it was a joke. It was just like, and she's wearing a big fuzzy hot pink fur coat and like military like aviation goggle like. It was made for cosplay as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like a very visually striking, um, a, a minority character for diversity, but like, there was just, her personality just wasn't. It's a serious comic uh, book, and it, it's, it was like, well, I mean, if you don't know who Cousin Oliver is from the Brady Bunch, it was, it's like they, all the kids were growing up, so they needed a new little kid to, yeah. to re, Energize the hijinks, and that's what this character is doing, like being the fool, you know, being the and silly I, one. I saw one review say, like, oh, adds a great splash of color to the gray, dark world of Walking Dead. Well, the comic's in black and white, so yeah, except for the cover, there's no splash of color being well, added. Well, I'm telling you, that lighter shade of gray really tied together. <laughs> so, yeah, of course, it's always great to add a new voice, yeah, a new yeah. character, a younger character, a diverse character. That's wonderful. But just this, and again, they point out she's like, "I'll grow on you." I'm annoying when I when I first she's talking. Up, but, I yeah, mean, it was so yeah. talking to the camera. It was, yeah. you know. I don't know. Anyway, now, I don't. I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, if are they trying to bring in like a certain type of audience? Or I'd love to know the re, the real reasoning for this character. I have. No They've idea. got an audience. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't they think have that's a problem. Looking. Well. That you guys talking about like the cosplayer. It is an interesting thing that characters are being created now just so to see them being cosplayed or variations of costumes. Just like I saw something about DC Comics trying to to let people at the New New York City Comic Con to come in their uh, metal costume and stuff. Is like th like that's just out. <laughs> like you guys gotta give them time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What uh, what next? We did comics. I, real quick, I don't think we brought up the passing of Lynn Ween. Did we, no. did we ever talk about that? No, so no. we've been busy with some other stuff, but I don't want to let that go. Uh, super, super important creator in the history of comics. Among many other things, co-creator of Swamp Thing and Wolverine. 
and he's been editor, a writer, you know, just kind of a guiding force between a lot of things. And I got to meet him once at a Comic Con, so I don't hold any special, you know, we don't have a bond or anything. But he, I had an old issue of Detective Comics, and it was it was beat up, the covers falling off of it. But it was the first Batman comic I ever owned, and I loved it. It was it was an issue called Haven, where Batman wrecks the Batmobile in this snowy uh, wilderness road, being chased by some gangsters. And there's this old mountain man living out in in the wilderness with just some animal friends who takes him in and heals him. Do they have a shirt? He was she was he he was sometimes shirtless in his cabin, yeah. So when the gangsters come looking for Batman, this poor hermit who tried to leave violence and evil behind has to step up and protect Batman. And as a what, five-year-old, it blew my mind and I loved it. And I passed it across the table to him, and he's got a big smile on his face. He's like, "I don't see this one very often." And I told him, "I said it's my first Batman comic. It's I've loved it forever." He's like, "That's one of my favorites too." And it, it just I had one little brief moment with Lynn Wein, and it was awesome. So. Just from all accounts, one of the best guys ever, and a true, true fan who helped guide comics for decades and decades. Animation. Michael never wants to talk about it. For someone else to bring it up, <laughs> wasn't going to do it. What Voltron colon Legendary Defender season four is coming already? Drop. Well, is what? it season four? Yeah. Like, because I didn't know. I almost thought season three was like a two part, like it was split or something. But I mean, yeah, I know it's coming in October. Uh, I, I assume it's four, but uh, you know better now. I've like, never watched it. Season three part A. <laughs> Uh, I did actually run into, uh, quite a few Voltron creators at the River City Comic Con. So that, that You show, sold some Voltron. I did. You? I sold my Voltron piece and I met a cosplayer that was dressed up as Keith and met some, uh, teenagers that love Voltron. So that was kind of cool. So you're not alone. It's just us who mock you. Yeah, but the rest all... of the world has got your back. But they're all young teenage girls, so <laughs> it makes me feel weird. <laughs> and Rick and Morty still going strong, getting ready to wrap up this third season. Already? It's We've had like at least eight or nine episodes now. Well, we're going to have to wait again like we always have to do. Yeah, I'm not watching to, We're going to have to sit and wait. All these Did you guys days. enjoy that last meta episode? I've enjoyed every episode this season. They're all really great. I'm... I'm pleasantly surprised every time. I was just like, Morty's Mind Blowers, yeah, was the last one we saw. Um, I, I love the sister. Is it, what's the sister's name? Summer. Summer. At the very end, like, it was just old hat. Like, just, that was, yep, so, that was great. so good. So good. I just like when Rick turned to the camera and just said, uh, here's what we're doing this time. We're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix is having a Stretch Armstrong series. I know you're a big Stretch Armstrong fan. You kind of look like Stretch Armstrong. I feel kind of stretchy these days. <laughs> so is this live action, animation? I, I, I put it in animation, so I'm assuming Stretch-tastic. it's I, I don't know. I don't care about it. I was just seeing if you loved it. Uh, and I, yeah. I heard some 
details about the next Lego movie. Oh. Like it's supposed to start pretty quick after the first Lego movie, but, um, like it's actually a continuation of that. I believe so. It, it has to do with the Finn, who was the son, I guess. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but, um, him and his sister and kind of, it's going to have some more gender things, some more female type. They're going to bring in Duplos and stuff like that to try to not have it be such a guy oriented Lego world, you know, from a, that perspective. There's going to be him and his sister. Okay. So, kind of cool. Sounds awesome. Okay. We got, we want TV. Hello, Dolores. What the hell is a sticky maple? Run, Barry, run. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Go get him, Supergirl. Well, what's this guy look like, anyway? Oh, he's a little guy, kind of funny looking. Uh Uh-huh. In what way? Oh, just in a general kind of way. Little pig, little pig, let me in. These violent delights have violent ends. That's what she said. Groovy. TV, let's see. Guys, don't cry. I know it's so sad. And I know it just breaks your heart for the end of... We are done talking about it. We covered it. Uh, What else you got? No, it's not. Okay, the Emmys were on, and a lot of diverse winners we had. I don't even know who won, honestly. I have never missed... I always watch the Emmys and the Oscars, but it was the day of the Comic-Con, and I got home and crashed, and I never even looked up to see who won. I saw who won the main main one, but... Yeah, I was... So you can hit me with the winners, because I haven't haven't heard any of them. I wish I had the list in front of me, (laughs) but it was very diverse. I mean, other than the Handmaid's Tale from Hulu taking... Most everything it was in, which is kind of a surprise, but um, uh, Donald Glover won a, a couple things. I think he got Best Director, wow, which was the first time ever, I believe, that a black actor got that. And um, I think because uh, usually it goes to a director. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he directed. Well, you said it was the first time an actor won. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sorry. It's rare because he yes, usually yeah. the director. And Sterling K. Brown um, won. He was like the first one since, what's the guy that played Benson? <laughs> I mean, uh, for, I mean, it, it was just a way more diverse winners this year, so it was nice to see. And the big winner was that HBO show that you you watched, The uh, Big Little Lies. Yeah, that that. Well, you thought that was, that really was worthy of a win? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Nicole Kidman did a really great job. So she won. She should have won. It, it was great. The only thing, they still, they still have a problem, like, who they let talk and who they don't, who they play off. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, she sure got a lot of leash. <laughs> was <laughs> Colbert a good host? He was pretty good. He really blew it with the Spicer thing. But other mm. than that, other than that, he was funny. Um, Westworld did not get anything. Nothing? I don't believe so, but there was a lot it's of like good crickets? stuff. I'm not, you know, that's, it oh. doesn't bother me. I'm surprised that they, yeah. it didn't. I love the show, but yeah. Just for the score, like. Oh. Yeah, it should have got, uh, I think it may have won like best opening title sequence or something and that. Yeah, there's gotta be some technical yeah. awards yeah, right. or something that they don't televise. There was an announcement, um, of casting for the next season of Westworld, Hiroyuki Sonata. Was cast as Musashi, 
And, you know, without spoiling the next season, it kind of... I think you kind of did. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I, I, if you'd have to have watched the show for it to mean anything to you, but the, um, if you did, you must be a, a pretty serious character because he's, he's already got a Funko Pop. <laughs> um, well, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's true. There's a billion of them. Yeah. I, yeah, that's why I don't buy any because there's too many. Um, I be- I'm becoming a uh, Game of Thrones smug book reader. Ooh, yeah. you're joining the elitist. <laughs> that's right. I started reading it. The latest uh, of the latest. A girl I work with that had never watched the show. I was like, well, read the books first. You got time before the last season starts. Read all the books, then watch the whole show. She's never done either. And, and I was like, heck, I've never read the books. And usually I will read before I watch something. And now I get to do the opposite. And it's really good. But did you happen to know that this really popular series <laughs> is actually really good, Jordan? <laughs> no. So, and I heard they're filming, supposedly supposed to be filming when they do start filming um, multiple endings for the show to throw people off. Um, they've done that for other shows where just so people can't leak for sure what's going to happen. Well, there's so many characters and storylines. There has to be, it has to be that Lord of the Rings ending that just keeps, there's yeah. got to be a lot of different endings. Yeah. Um, oh, the deuce. Well, I wish uh, Cliff was here to talk some Franco. Dueling Francos. It's so... It's pretty good. They've I've watched the first two episodes of that. Second one was better than the first, but I recommend it. It's not you liked uh vinyl. Yes. And this is set in that time period. Okay. It's not quite I, I would say it's as fun as vinyl. <laughs> but it's uh but I, I'm enjoying it. Way to describe it. Now with all this Franco hatred, nobody ever brought up that Maggie Gyllenhaal was in it, which I was not aware of until yeah. she was on the talk show circuit promoting oh, it. So now you want to watch it? Yes. <laughs> as much as Cliff hates James Franco, that's how exactly how much I love Maggie Gyllenhaal. Ooh. <laughs> I've never been a big fan of her. Oh, I love her. Well, she's she does a good job in it. So good. It's probably building a new shrine right now. The whole deal, the whole gist of the show is there. It's like the beginning of the porn industry in New York. So, so far, uh, it's just, I mean, it's just the beginnings. I don't know why that tweaked my interest. (laughs) (laughs) You've always loved New York. Yeah. Exactly. Big fan of New York. Um, Watchmen, they're still saying this is happening. So confused by this. So confused. What, yeah, I want, I want you guys' thoughts on this because I have a, I, a little bit. This is what we're talking about is the greenlit, at least for a pilot, HBO series by Damon Lindelhoff. He's been talking about doing it for years, creator of Lost and The Leftovers. And he's like, you know, it's, we had that movie by Zack Snyder, which there's my answer right there. Well, would I be willing to give someone else a shot at it? I really like the movie, but yeah, but. I, I, let, I, I could see it done differently. Well, yeah, I, I just don't know what, I'm just so confused. Like, <laughs> when the, like I could see if they're doing it before or afterwards. But if they're doing it just like the movie or a book, I would just, my guess would be, cause the movie is pretty by the book. You yeah. know, I mean, I could see Lindelof doing something weird. I like you know, weird. Maybe, you know, I don't know. 
Right now, I'm kind of iffy about it, but I, I guarantee you when it comes out, I'm going to be excited yeah. to watch it. I hope the whole first season is just the pirate story. Right. And yeah. that's all you yeah. get for the right. entire, like, eight episodes of just pirates. And everyone's yeah. like, what is happening? Yeah, definitely when that's the preview <laughs> for the season. <laughs> people are like, what? If you like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love this. Um, Sabrina. Teenage Witch. Sabrina! We love us some Riverdale around here. We gotta warn you. Oh, I'm just, I'm hungry for a minute. That's not gonna sound right. Which, uh, friend yeah. of the show, brother of mine, Jared Lowe, and his wife, Valerie, just finished Riverdale season one on my recommendation, and they both loved it. Great. So. Good. You should take a recommendation too out there who are scoffing at every time we mention Riverdale. You should watch it and enjoy it. So is there a name for, like, fans of Riverdale? I don't know. Make uh, one like up. Like Red Hots or... No, that's terrible. <laughs> Sticky Maple Lights? No, yeah, something... <laughs> Jughead some... Heads. <laughs> Jugheads, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So, they, are they bringing back Melissa, Melissa Joan Hart? What oh, I hope doing? so. Oh, she needs to be like the evil aunt or something. Yeah. That would be great. Looking so there's a spinoff. Yeah, spinoff. Based on the... Uh, comic. The comic, the ch- what, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I think it's called, where... Much in the vein they did the art afterlife with Archie, you know, with, it was a zombie tale that was kind of dark and less than G-rated. So they did a Sabrina story that had supernatural, darker elements to it. So I can see that being right at home on the CW, you know, teen witch with guy problems and dark demons trying to get her. Like, yeah, I think that would work. So when you say spinoff, is this actually character going to show up in the Archie I would Riverdale assume. They would series? almost have to. I would, yeah, I would yeah. assume, yes. Michael, The Good Place is back. Did you watch it? I watched it when it actually came out. I didn't catch it up. No, it's like, back. Yeah. It's back. Oh, like it's already on? Yeah, the second season. When? Look at him. A minute ago, we oh. were, it's like, oh, I watched <laughs> it. There's been, there was a double-sized episode this Dang week. Dang it. To the Hulu. Yeah. Um, I love that show. It's great. Because, you know, you know, I don't. Did you watch it? No, yeah. no. You should. No. Yeah. Good, good twist. The end of yes. that that um, first. I feel season. like everyone has to watch it in a timely manner because you're going to get spoiled about. Okay. Yeah. I I I heard of a couple people that I know started watching with this episode the other night, and I was like, ah, Ugh. that's too bad. That's too bad. You have she, to go back and you watch. Mi- you missed missed out, but they really they catch you up with the beginning of this. They and it was a good kickoff to the season, and I've heard some. Reviews for the next few episodes already saying it gets even better. So, awesome. definitely, this is yeah. uh, Kristen Bell and Ted Danson both doing what they do well, knocking it so, out the park. Good show, an actual good show on regular network TV that Seth and I both agree on. Yeah, nice. And it's yeah. got uh, Cliff's, Cliff's favorite girl Tia Sarkar on there. Oh, that's all we know. He watches it. Yeah. Oh, he will now. Did anybody check out the Orville? No, I want I to. It. I've oh, seen, no. <laughs> I've seen two sides of it. I've seen the haters and I've seen the people that love it. Like who, I, who loves it? I feel like anyone that was. <laughs> I've a, not heard that yet. That anybody I, loved I, it. I have. Okay. I feel like it's people that like Galaxy Quest. Okay, because really, I haven't heard it's not quite that. It's okay. like yeah, I watched the pilot, and it's not as Seth MacFarlane as you may have thought. It's it's pretty straightforward sci-fi. 
but then there are jokes or right. like you know a lot of sarcastic asides. It's it's la- there's no like slapstick. There's no silly kind of over the top humor. It's more oh I can't believe we got away with that. Like yeah. it's 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 basically yeah it's basically Star Trek. It's a sarcastic Star Trek. We'll just call yeah. it that. That's what I heard. Is like they took track, yeah. they took it way more seriously than you would expect, and with a few jokes thrown in that aren't that really funny. So, but it, it, pilots are never that good because mm, you yeah. have to introduce all the characters. So I gave it a lot of slack, and I kind of enjoyed it. It was okay. it was a fine, and especially I think if you're a sci-fi fan and you were approaching it, well, are they going to make fun of what I love? And they're not. They are treating it very very respectfully. Because I'm, I'm. It looks like you know fans of Star Trek made yeah. this thing, and it has all the trappings, you know, the uniforms, the bridge. Everything looks just slightly yeah. skewed. I just like how they that, got away with that's this. what. I, that's exactly what I'm yeah. thinking. But it's not spoofing it. It's it, not. That's why I'm surprised. You could yeah. get away with it if you were spoofing it. Yeah. But if you're just doing it, I don't know that you can just do that. Can you just do that? It's like a <laughs> comedy Star Trek. Yeah, but I, I, I honestly, from what I'm hearing, it almost sounds like. This is just Seth MacFarlane wanting to be a leading man. He's like, I've done, I've been doing this. I want to be the front man. I would call it about maybe thirty percent comedy, seventy percent sci-fi. Yeah. It's that, it's that skewed where it's See, straightforward. That's another time where Hollywood completely oversold the comedy on it because it's like it looks like it's a joking oh, comedy yeah. show. Yeah, well, you guys have to report back because I'm not watching. I'll have to check it. I don't, out. Like, I don't even like Star Trek, so I'll go trekking on the Orville. <laughs> <laughs> Space tracking. A good show I, I do like that's on FX, Better Things, with Pamela Adlon, I believe is her name. Yes. Christy and I, I binge watched that. The first season. season. Yeah, yeah loved great. it. And I listened to her on an interview. I was like. This last episode from just last night or, what, you know, a couple days ago or whatever, it, it's the best one yet. Yeah. I mean, they were just so, so good. She's just a. Like a real modern day mother that, yeah. you know, it's, it's very good. If you, it's a, a kind of emotional, but funny show. It it, is. It's great. It's great. She's great. This, she played, uh, Louie's girlfriend on yeah. Louie. And so it's definitely has that feel to it. It's I, very Louie. I heard about how that show came to, cause I was listening to an interview of her and she was discussing of how, Louis was like asking her, like, you need to do a show and pitch it for FX. And like, she didn't, she, she had so much going on. She was like, oh, there's no way I could do that. And the more and more that things aligned, it just all kind of fell into place. But she was talking about how, cause she has three daughters and like how they helped with the casting. And cause she was worried about how much from real life would bleed into the show and vice versa. And, she actually had a conversations with her daughters and, and they helped on, you know, with the show of making sure that they were okay with it too. Yeah, so. Cause I assume those two little girls from Louie, I assume are just his daughters. Well, like that's how I picture right. when he talks yeah. about him in his act about I his can't kids. Imagine them those anyway. are the two kids right. I imagine. Yeah. Well, the, these kids are good and, and she's super talented. And, yeah. Uh, and it's just a great show. Definitely recommend that. Um, and I saw announced just, I thought this was interesting, that Showtime's producing a Jim Carrey show. Um, and he has been on a TV show for many, many years, but he's been out in the news here lately with all his wacky hijinks. Yeah. I like when like, he keeps people on their toes. He's like making sure everyone's woke. <laughs> but, uh, it's called Kidding. And it's, um, 
produced or directed by Michael Gondry, who did Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which Ooh. I love. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. Jim Carrey's great in it. So I'm curious to see this. I don't have Showtime, but it's I definitely want to want to find a way. To I'll see get it. you an email. Okay, yeah, you you set me up with <laughs> one of your steely things. Uh, and he's also there's there was a um, documentary I guess from that premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival a week or two ago called Jim and Andy Colon The Great Beyond and it, it actually has a longer title than that. But did you guys ever see Man on the Moon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he played. Um, Andy, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, Andy Kaufman. And I, I, I haven't seen it for years. It's, I, if it's ever on, I'm going to watch it again, but I, I never see it anywhere. But it, this is like all the, he was very method. He, he stayed in that role the whole time. There's even, uh, he was going to be in a movie. What movie was in it? Ron Howard directed. I can't remember, but I, I know that they, that there's talk they had it. Uh, we're talking about this next movie they were gonna make, and he stayed in his Andy Kaufman role the whole time. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's supposed to be real interesting to watch him, was it and the he was kind of difficult. Show? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, quite possibly. <laughs> anyway, I'm interested in both of those. I would love, like, cause they've always talked about that actor, like, that he faked his death, and like, it would be so great, like, if he just popped up nowadays, like, totally, like, pulled an Elvis. He just has his own podcast. Yeah, he's, just, he's a nobody. <laughs> just in some Venezuela bar. <laughs> All right. Let's do some streaming. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the streams. That is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Cross the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. Heat them up. Everything's streaming to Michael. It is. I love the streaming life. I watched Con Man season one. Oh, yeah. And it was great. It was great. I didn't stream it because it was on the Sci-Fi channel. Yeah. They've been doing their 25th anniversary of Sci-Fi channel. They've been having a bunch of specials. And this is the one Alan Tudyk created. Uh, created, wrote, kind of the showrunner behind it, stars in. It's about a, a washed up science fiction actor who had one classic show that got canceled way too early. And his co-star was Nathan Fillion. Right. So it's Nathan Fillion co-stars in the show as well. And it's basically him on the sci-fi and comic con convention circuit after all this. And he just wants to get away from the role. He doesn't like sci-fi fans. He doesn't appreciate what the role did for his career and he just wants to break away from it and he, he hates his life and it has become sort of a, a Larry David sort of thing. He just keeps getting into situations and things get way more awkward than when he started and he always puts his foot in his mouth and gets in trouble. So like the first episode was trying to get a better seat on a plane because he got stuck in coach and then a fan in the next stall wanting an autograph while he's trying to use the bathroom and just I'm sure it's all these things kind of taken from his life yeah. at, at, at all these cons. But uh, I believe it's on, I remember when it first came out, it was Kickstarter, and then I think it's on Vimeo now, because there was a good joke, or somebody suggested something of streaming. He's like, Vimeo, my favorite streaming service. Oh, it's behind a paywall? Come on. What crap is that? So, like, I'm sure that was a very meta <laughs> joke of, you know, having to watch it on there. But I got to watch the first season for free on Sci-Fi Channel, and I 
I thought it was really, really well done. And say the name of it again. Con Man. Con Man. Let me check that out. I keep... And there's there's cameos from a ton of sci-fi nerds and just about everybody from Firefly. So there's all these little cameos. Will Wheaton has a hilarious like two second cameo. It's awesome. I keep seeing like previews because of watching Blood Drive and other things, but um, of Chan- Channel Zero, I think it is on mm. Sci-Fi. And the preview shows that, like, it looks like a man literally made out of teeth. And it, like, whatever that, like, thing that freaks you out when you, like, see too many things, like eyeballs, or there's, there's some big name for it. I but would love to know. Teeth, I think it's teethophobia. <laughs> no, just like, like, if too you many see, eyeballs is not teethophobia. <laughs> like, like, it's like, if you see too many of anything, like, crunched together, like, it freaks you out. And there's this teeth creature, and every time I see it, I'm just like, it makes my skin crawl. But I am curious about the show, because when it first came out, I thought, I think I might have watched the first episode, but felt like it was trying to be like too many other shows. But by the second season, it looks like it's way more interesting, so I might go back and check it out. Sci-Fi Channel has a lot of original content lately that isn't just Sharknado and that kind of stuff. They've actually put some effort into these original series. Like Blood Drive? Like, yeah, other stuff. Anyway, streaming. <laughs> I was looking up too many of something phobia. <laughs> Didn't get it. Um, hey, they cast somebody in Lock and Key. You'll never believe it. Go, somebody go. else, Nate Cordry. I don't know where he's from. He's going to play Duncan. If you know Nate Lock and Key. Cordry? Nate Cordry. The lesser Cordry? I guess, yes. It's not Rob. Okay. I don't like Rob Cordry, so Nate's actually what? an improvement. Um, and I saw the, the boys has moved to Amazon. Not that anything's happening really, but it's moved over there. If they ever make it, they own it. Uh, Netflix trailer we had for The Punisher. Everybody see that? What? I, I've been busy. I, ever since the con ended, I've been going 200 miles an hour. I mean, stop. Making comics. We heard about it. Making comics. Too many little violins. What's that fear? It's Agorphobia. <laughs> no, that's the no, big crowd. I knew that's what you were going to say. Um, anyway, the... That was a good trailer. Yes, it was. Very Baby Driver. Ooh. Yeah, with the the uh, the gunshots timing up to yeah. the Metallica drum beats. Yep, yeah, it was great. They used one for Man Justice for All, and it was excellent. I, I, I may just watch the trailer again and again. So do we think, is this an origin story it is this like set? It. Is this set before the other Netflix shows, or are we just getting flashbacks? Is that what they're? Oh uh, yeah, it could just be flashbacks. Yeah. I have no idea. Because I mean, you definitely see some origin stuff in the trailer. So in in Daredevil season two, did we get any kind of origin? Any hints at any no of idea. that? Oh yeah, you didn't watch it. Nope. What is it? In Daredevil season two, did we get any kind of flashback origin Punisher stuff? Yeah, like you you got the gist of his story, and you found out like did you they, see any of it? Did they flashback? I don't think so. They, uh, it was more atmospheric, like okay. uh, on that part. But you you got a story. Um. Anyway, that was all. Awesome. He he looks very good. He he looks like the Punisher for sure. I think oh, the yeah. best thing that ever happened to that actor was getting killed off on The Walking Dead. <laughs> Yeah, it's a spoiler for. Oh, jeez, give me a years. break! <laughs> Don't worry, princess is coming. Yeah, she'll that. fix everything. She's got a great new jacket. Um, Charlie Brooker won an Emmy for one episode of. I can't even think of Black Mirror. 
San Junipero was a very popular episode from this past season. I've been rewatching a lot of Black Mirror episodes. Yeah, they come back. Yeah, it? it comes back sometime this late fall or winter, and just such a great show. I yeah. love it. I love it. And, I just uh, watched the Haley Atwell episode. Today. Oh yeah, and Donald Gleason just wrecked me. Come on, yeah. Which one is that? That's a you where can bring a deceased loved one back oh, through yeah. their texts, and they can kind of. Yeah. Have you watched any other episodes? I don't think I just start. That's uh, what? That's the second season, I think. So that's the first one of the second season. I just got. That's it. That's all you've seen. I saw the first season. Oh, you did see the first season. I love the third episode of the first season, with the the entire history of us. I believe is the title for it, and Mm. where you record everything you see. That's another one that's just just because this show isn't just like horror. Like that's like deeply psychological. Like yeah, yeah. It's all it's all how technology is. Messing stuff up. Um, you have to watch the Christmas episode. That's my favorite. That's a good got one. John Hamm in it. It's, it is. Really it good. messes with you. Too. There's so many good episodes. Those are all. Yeah, those like, are all. Those are my top episodes. Probably those three. Right, I love the eighties one. About. Um, that's San Junipero. Okay. Yeah, okay so that's, that, that's the one he won an award favorite. for, and it, and yeah, that's a lot of people's favorites. Really great. See, with Halloween coming up, and I know there's a new season on the way, I wanted to jump in and get these watched. So Absolutely. Stay tuned. I'll let you know about five years old episodes. Well, I watched a show that he made probably a good ten years ago um, in the UK. It was uh, called Dead Set, and it was a, a spoof of Big Brother. And, <laughs> and I had never heard of it, but I heard let them talking guess, about pl- it. I've never heard of this, but... They're they're in like some kind of mansion and no, it is big. Like I've watched a season of the UK Big Brother before, and it is exactly it it has to be this movie has to be well, wasn't a movie actually? It was like a five episode miniseries, but it's got to be on that set. I mean, it is exactly the UK Big Brother, but they're they're in the house fighting about a bunch of nothing. Going on, and meanwhile, the zombie apocalypse happens outside. <laughs> nice, and it, and it's like what, how there? I was like watching. I only watched one episode because it really isn't that great, but I did watch watched enough just to see. I just want to see them fighting about something really stupid while people are dying, and that that was pretty much what was happening. But the, I just, it was Charlie. Because yeah, what? I mean, honestly, if North Korea lets a bomb off or something like. What do we do with the people in the house? We do we, do right. we let them know? Or? Right. Well, I've said before, when in Big Brother 2 in the U.S., that what was happening while 9-11 happened. Yeah. And that was a, they were, had to have been the last people to find out. I mean, they did not find out right away. And that wow. had to be a crazy experience. Anyway, the finale. Man, all TV was like, postponed during 9-11 like nothing was live nothing was airing so were these shows they just they, kept recording yeah they, they did they air them later or were they, they weren't airing like live episodes of big brother the week of 9-11 I'm uh, sure. probably not but i remember watching it i remember watching mm. their reaction when they found out and stuff like they still released the episodes it probably they yeah. were probably just in there a week longer mm. or something um but yeah it's still you know, one of the girl, women that was in the house had a rel- a close relative that was in one of the towers, so they were like, "Okay, we need to let them know." Oh. Anyway, it was interesting. Um, but this current nineteenth season of Big Brother U.S. ended ended this season. past week, and it was awesome. 
And so, you know, anybody out there that was following me, that I loved the ending. I loved how, how that all played out and showed uh, what kind of you have to have a complete game. You can't just play part of the game. It was good. I heard, let's see, the YouTube Red 10 episode series we were talking about called Cobra Kai. Got some more details on that. In the new plot details, Johnny is a down on his luck septic tank cleaner (laughs) who is so ragged that he gets mistaken for a homeless man. Desperate, he reopens the old Cobra Kai dojo and ends up taking in a bullied convenience store clerk named Miguel finding himself on the other side of the story. While his reopened dojo once again puts him at odds with his old foe, Daniel, who is a successful businessman with a perfect life. But the two may end up teaming up against the new age bullies, wrestler Kyler and his thug brothers who think karate is a joke. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah. So we're going to find out which lady Daniel ended up with. Which what? Which lady? Because he had a different lady oh, every yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So is it going to be one of the three movie ladies or some new lady? <laughs> the lady from Okinawa? The lady with the storage that made, like, plant pots? Yeah. Or what's Bonsai your face? Trees? Elizabeth Shue? Oh. <laughs> yeah, who was the third one that was making the bonsai trees with him? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know her name. But Lisa, I just always pictured her with the one with the girl from uh, Okinawa. Anyway, I assume they played those drums at their wedding, the little hand drums. <laughs> he said, I do, uh, and she said, ha! Uh, <laughs> Wrong answer. Um, what the hell were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, you got any streaming? That's what I was trying to look through my phone. I know I've watched stuff lately, but I can't tell you what it was. Oh, why? The secret? That's uh, a secret, secret. I got a secret, secret. Great. Awesome. Let's talk about... Did we talk movies? No. Movies! Save Martha! Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before the sun! Under roof! Said it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. <laughs> it. We watched it. Fantastical! Everybody, everybody watched it. Oh yeah, Michael, did you see it? I think I heard someone talking about it one night or something. I what may that? have. What's that word where you're like scared of clowns and there's like a lot of clowns? A lot of teeth. Clowns with a lot of teeth. Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear they had a? <laughs> Never mind. I won't even go. Anyway, there. Michael yeah. skipped the podcast to watch it. And we all watched it on our own time. I don't have any of my own time. <laughs> it was good. Yo, you used our time. <laughs> That's right. I, I use other people's time. And then I went back, and you had said you rewatched or watched the series from 1990. Part of it. And then I went Ooh. back and I watched it after seeing the new It. I'm making ugly faces right now. <laughs> oh, I thought it was your face. 
Um, well, let's get a kind of spoiler-free review, like what it did right. I didn't hear a lot that it did wrong, so... I My gist of walking away from that movie was showing that real horror is far more terrifying than supernatural, like, um, fictional horror. Like, I, I felt like that was one of the themes of the movie, is, like, there is so much evil out in the world, like, we need to take care of that before we even, like... I don't know. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Just, they, the kids were dealing with horror in their regular lives. If there would have been no crazy clown, you know, it's still, they were not living the best lives there. Yeah. I, you know, I get, I, I get what you're saying with that message. Um, I enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised. I did, did think it was maybe a little long. They kind of repeated some things yeah. here and there. And after you get so many clown scares, maybe it doesn't quite have the same value it used to, but the, but I did enjoy it. I'm curious to hear the to uh, see the second one. The only my only thing I will say like that everyone talked about how scary it was going to be. Like it was a full hard R. Like I didn't I I was waiting for that, and I don't feel like I ever got that. Yeah, like, I, was I, was, I don't know that I was super scared, but I was yeah. I was still thought what they did with that clown and stuff was very well done. Oh yeah, like he did a great job as in that role. I enjoyed it. What do you think, Jordan? Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it? Okay. He didn't see it. Boy, did you hear that, Justin? He didn't even watch it. He don't care. It was good. And I expect some pretty, probably pretty big names to be cast as the adult versions as, as successful as that was. Like, evidently they should have got those people that did that movie to do the Dark Tower from hearing it from you guys. Yeah, it's a better movie. Um, what else we got? Taika Waititi news. We should really have a drop for that. We need to think of a song for Taika Waititi. We, we just did Filoni out of first name. D-A-V-E, Dave. We got for Taika. Taika Waikawane Shaka Taika Waikawane Taika Talking about hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. Taika Waikawane. Oh yeah, work that in with some music. Just like that. Fix that all up. I like it. Anyway, he, there was reports that Jordan Peele, who did get out, was going to be working on Akira. And then that kind of. Fizzled. Well, now apparently Taika Waititi is attached to it. So, I'm curious, a live action Akira. That would be amazing. I would watch that. Um, there were some reports about from the Glass production, the sequel to Unbreakable. Oh, some like the the son from the actor that played the son in that movie and. The um, Elijah's mom will be, re- you know, coming back in the same roles. Interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, Do you feel like that movie kicked off the modern superhero movie? I thought we've already decided I that was. I like, don't. Yeah, I don't think it could have been made afterwards or during. Like if. If it was, it would be built as a superhero, and no one would, 
be like, well, that's not a superhero movie. This is a superhero movie. Mm. Um, gonna be a new Terminator movie. And I heard that it's set after, supposed to be set after Terminator 2. And it's gonna blend to Hamilton. Haven't they messed up the time streams <laughs> well and good? The last one had Sarah Connor as a youngin. Yeah. I didn't watch Genesis so. yet. It actually was, I thought it was good. Like, I didn't think anything was horrible about it. Uh, Anyway, there's a little buzz because Linda Hamilton's coming back and they're going to try to pick it up where two left off since that's where the series was at its highest point. I was very proud of my Facebook post of who wore it better. Um, it was Linda Hamilton with the, the round sunglasses and a ball cap and a ponytail and then Melania Trump oh. when they went <laughs> to <laughs> survey the hurricane damage. She had on the exact same outfit, yes. the ponytail, the hat pulled down, the round glasses. Did she have the guns out? Though? Yeah, she didn't have a she didn't have the, the guns strapped across her. No, it's talking about her biceps, baby. Oh, yeah, the guns. <laughs> like Lyndall Hamilton, man, she had them guns in two. Working out on that playground. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chucky, new Chucky movie. Nothing really truly man? dies. <laughs> it just keeps getting regurgitated. Yeah, cult of Chucky. <laughs> I think I saw the first Chucky and that was it. I never. Oh, saw I so want to see like this big giant temple of all these like crazy nerds like praying to this doll of Chucky. Be awesome. <laughs> and Tomb Raider, did you see the Tomb Raider trailer? I saw bits and pieces of it. Like the poster for it is another fantastical, horrible job of photoshopping. Uh, have you actually seen a picture of her in real life? have okay <laughs> i the, what i'm talking about i'm not saying her goods are photoshopped no it's like i know what you're talking about okay yeah why does he she kind of has a long neck in real okay. life yeah but it's, <laughs> it's got that weird angle yeah it made there was a big yeah. deal made about this poster her neck looks like super long and then if you see some other pictures of her, she kind of has a long neck, and maybe we shouldn't give her a whole lot of guff about it. Well, I wasn't think like, the, the way I was looking at it, it was... unrealistic video game neck standards. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I, I didn't... It just was the angle of her face. I didn't so much think too much oh, about Oh, yeah. The walk it back. Well, well, they're making a Stretch Armstrong movie, so we could have a <laughs> Mrs. Armstrong. Next. <laughs> next. <laughs> You guys can't start gong showing my... my no, I said next. I want to talk more about next. Necko. Necko, honey, who? That's all I got. I'm not... We could talk Star Wars if you want to, I guess. But we should wait for... All right, Cliff, I will have a... Yeah, let's wait for Cliff. Star now. Wars report. He's going to have a backpack full of porgs. He better bring us all porg, is all oh, I'm saying. I want a man. porg. I've been looking forward to drop kicking a porg. I need to hug something, something new late at night. <laughs> <laughs> Too many porgs. That's what. What's that fear? Porg phobia. <laughs> Too many porgs. <laughs> I did play a video game recently. I was going to talk about it just real quick. It was uh, so gaming. Gaming. Um, Challenge your imagination to come alive. And to battle with the creatures of Dungeons and Dragons. 52! You shot my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bingo! What do I win? 
It's Operation the Wacky Doctor's Game where you're the wacky doctor. Battery's not included. I knew it. My turn. Shall we play a game? The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, I guess, came out like three years or so ago. But this is the type of game I like to play. It's just a very moody game where you walk around and try to figure out some mystery. And uh, I recently played the something of Edith Finch. I can't remember the name of it. And but it's it's just a game where you walk around a beautiful. I mean, really, have you ever played Mist way back in the yeah. day? It was just gorgeous. This is, these are like the best graphics I've seen, you know, ever. And it's just gorgeous. You walk around and figure out a mystery, what happened to this kid, and it's supernatural. You're a paranormal investigator, and hmm. it was really good. And there was a little bit of news that uh, everybody's complaining because you can't get that NES Classic or the Super back. NES. They're coming back, but good luck. I yeah. don't hold your breath. You still won't be able to get these either. Um, and that's it. Well, Mario doesn't have anything to say about that. Mario, I heard you're not a plumber anymore. Well, guys, <laughs> did you see my latest picture? I've been working out, man, and I had my shirt off, and the internet was crazy because they saw my nipples. <laughs> your neck looked really weird, though. <laughs> hey, my neck was fine. I've been working out, man. I got the guns to show in. But it's okay. It's all I got. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. All right. That's it. So that's what we do, guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming to this. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. We try our best, at least, yes, for everyone. Right. Or at least try. We put you, an effort in. Yeah. You get some of our local perspective on the big things happening out there in the world. So, if you are watching something that you would like us to talk about, we're pro- we might be watching it and we just haven't talked about it yet. And so, let us know. Comment on our Facebook posts or anywhere you want to. And speaking of local, October seventh in Marietta, Ohio, coming out to the Zombie Fest. They've tried to do this a few years in the past. We've had some bad weather. We've had some. It's on the seventh. It's on October seventh. We're getting because there's always so much stuff right at Halloween. Yeah. Every weekend is booked. So they're doing it nice and early. Harmer Village in Marietta, there's, they're bringing in bands. They're screening some horror movies, like some shorts, indie horror. Uh, there are going to be vendors down there all day. I think from 2 p.m. on till dark will be kids' activities and fun stuff. And then after dark will be more of the adult stuff with the movies and some bands and some pub crawls and that kind of stuff. So they are really putting an effort in this year to make it a big deal. Uh, we'll be there with SoPro Comics, and we'll be—I'm sure—we'll be talking about the podcast as well. So, come on out to Marietta and Harmer Village, and come come say hi, and do your best thriller dance. I got a good thriller dance, but it takes me a couple shots to get into it. <laughs> so, if you comment or share our post, please use our hashtag for this episode. We got—I got three choices for okay, you. Okay, what do we got? We got Taika Waikawane. You got pork phobia, or what we're obviously going to use, next. Hashtag next. <laughs> Hashtag next. <clears throat> all right, science out. All right, all you new listeners, stay tuned. It gets better. As always, I'm the most illustrious Michael K. Easton. You can find us on Twitter at The Kapow Podcast. Anywhere podcasts are found, like iTunes and Stitcher and all those places, Podbean. And www.udownwithkpp 
and sometimes at Disney World or the movie It. And my name is Jordan Lowe. <laughs> and I'm Seth. Goodbye forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Hey, we could, uh, we should have, have an alternate version. I had a um, Method of Modern Love. Remember the Hall of Notes song? I was just sitting here trying to count if the letters match it. T-A-I-K-A-W-A-I-T-I-T-I. It's the movies of Taika Waititi. Keep it going. We we just did Filoni out of first name. D-A-V-E, Dave. We got for Taika. Talk about hey now. Hey now. Taika Waititi. Hey now. Hey now. Taika Waikawatiti. Taika Waikawanej. Taika Waikawanej. Taika Waikawanej. Hey now. Talk about hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Taika Waikawatiti. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. I quite want it. Take a one in on it. Talk about Hena, 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 Talk about hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. I like one age. Take Take a one in on it. I quite.